With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning to you, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan Danettes. Dan Byer alongside my esteemed producer, Jason Stewart, John Ramos, who's coordinating all the sounds and stuff. Uh, keeping an eye on uh, the weather. This is a big. This is a big day for the weather people nationwide, right? Huge. This is a big. This is all the weather people. All the weather ladies are wearing their best stuff. Like, man, she looks good today. Yeah, everybody's got the TV on, wondering, you know, beach, lake, pond, whatever, what the weather's going to be like, and will it be overcast or clear? Will it be thunderstorms when the fireworks pop off tonight? Right? Big, big. This is the weather day where they wear their. They're special bar mitzvah suits if you're the guy, right? That's 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 what they wear. Big weather day. This is this is their this is like like for uh Mel Kuyper Jr., you know, the draft, right? Daniel Jeremiah, the draft. This is their day. This is a big, big day. Big day. Big day. Um when's the hot dog eating thing? I think the main event goes off right after nine? our show ends yeah, nine? at, uh, what was that? Noon nine Eastern? o'clock Eastern. Yeah, no, noon Eastern, um, nine o'clock so Pacific. Am I the only one who, the I? you could eat whatever you want. I don't really need to watch it. But the one thing that really kind of, just like in MMA, when, when they have a fighter beaded and unconscious on the ground, and then the fighter goes in and punches him in the face a couple more times, that's when it gets uncomfortable for me. Yeah. The wetting down of the hot dog buns is the equivalent of the MMA fighter punching an unconscious fighter. It's uncomfortable to watch. No, um, I get it's uncomfortable to watch. I I don't know if I I love the comparison, uh, but I I I just I I thought you were gonna go after it's already won and he's still stuffing his face with more hot dogs just to get the records. Like we got it, dude. You're still the champ. Like isn't that isn't enough enough? I just want to understand the magic trick to it. I just, it's, you know what it's like? It's like people who are double jointed and they can like, and they can make their finger look like it's broken. Like, how do you do that? How do you, Those are the worst. Right? People who can whistle. Can you guys whistle with your fingers? Like, no. I cannot do, it. do that. 
right? And I think there's obviously a much smaller portion of people who can do this, but can they know the trick to being able to eat that much? I don't even care if it's sogged down hot dog buns. It's still going into, you know, your stomach. Like, how do you keep it down? How do you do it? I, I feel like there's a magic trick to it that everybody in the industry knows and the rest of us we're like catching up to. I honestly feel like it's that that's magic is the best because like magic like oh yeah this how do they do that how do they, I thought he was cut in half no there's got to be something to it and then they 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 wave a cape and the woman's there they wave a cape and the woman's not there how does that work I don't know it's the same thing with this people in the industry is like not that big a deal he's just the best at it it's a lot like magic right Copperfield forever was 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 the best the thing about the hot dog eating contest that I do enjoy. Is the lead up to it because oh, yeah. it is such a show, and that is, I think, is what made it what it is. The ridiculousness of it, the carnival barker, the guys coming off of the bus and getting announced like they were playing Game Six of you know the NBA Finals, that sort of thing. Uh, the the wrestling aspect of it, I think, has really really made it that made it the spectacle that I enjoy. The actual eating, I think we all can say, is pretty gross. Yes. But, but the actual spectacle of it is something that I appreciate. I truly don't enjoy watching other people eat. I don't think anybody does, right? I don't think anybody does. And when you're eating like that, nobody really enjoys it. But you're still, in this in this particular instance, you're still impressed nonetheless. You are impressed. Joey Chestnut should take a picture of the 80 hot dogs in front of him and put them on Instagram immediately beforehand, <laughs> since everybody just takes pictures of their food. Should be delicious. Can't wait to down these 80 dogs. <laughs> See you later. Like that one. Like that one. But is this the only day you follow him, or do you follow him all yeah, the time? No, this is it. Wait, wait when does Joe, when does he get, become like an influencer on... On Instagram, where he's got reels, where he's like, you know, you want you guys want to see my diet? Like, here's my diet. Okay, in the morning, I crack like five egg whites and then two eggs, and I mix mix them in. And here's the cheese that I use, and here's the caloric intake I take. All of those things. I'm wait. I'm waiting for that moment. So I was thinking about this. We have sporting events generally tied to most holidays. Fourth of July is a hard one. It's a hard one, and it's a difficult one because, like I said, with baseball, I actually, like, baseball, there's 162 games, 81 home games, and you can't really have, you can't really have the All-Star game on the 4th of July because you're telling all of the other teams in baseball, hey, filling up your stadium. I mean, even Oakland, if they played a home game, might be filled, okay, maybe not, might be filled today. You fill up your stadium, you have a game, you have the fireworks, they'll all be filled. So, and and there's just, there's no real ability with the way that interleague play works now for you to have it be interleague day. Right? Remember, there's 15 and 15. So because there's only 30 teams, there's always an interleague series. You can have all interleague, but you always have an interleague series in every series in baseball. I'm, I'm, I'm making sense. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Do, do, do listeners, am I explaining it correctly? Yes, like, correct. There's 30 Major League Baseball teams. There's 15 AL teams. There's 15 NL teams. So at any given time, there's always an interleague series. And I know a lot of you are like, we know that, dumbass. Like, no, no, I think some people actually don't know that. 
There are still a lot of people who will turn on a baseball game and there's a runner at second to start the 10th inning. You're like, why is there a runner at second to start the second inning, to start the 10th inning? Like they changed the rules. And I know the 30 teams in baseball and switching the Astros over and whatever that happened a long time ago, but there are plenty of people who don't realize the ramifications of it. So you can't do, I get, you could do an interleague day like Dodgers, Angels, Mets, Yankees, you know, kind of go through the list of all the proximity rivalries. But again, if you're baseball, you're like, what? we're already going to fill our stadium and we fill it. If you're, you know, Oakland, San Francisco, for example, right? it's your only chance of filling up Oakland. We also have 4th of July. We're probably going to fill it up. We're not going to give that one away. So baseball, it's really hard with the number of games, with the amount of times there's interleague play. It's just hard to have a special day. And you can't have the All-Star game. There's also the factor, and this is the, my problem with Christmas Day, is because I think Christmas Day is an active holiday. You're opening presents, you're doing this, you're doing that. I think the 4th is kind of an active holiday. So to be locked into a sport can be difficult. It's, we never watched the NBA. When I grew up back in Wisconsin, we never set aside time to say, let's watch this NBA window. Was never, never a part of it. The NFL, different story. But I think sometimes the 4th of July is so active that it's not must-see TV. You're going places, you're doing this and that. It's kind of passive that it's on in the background if you are not attending a game. Um, They had the NASCAR race in Chicago, but that was on Saturday. You got any suggestions, Jay Stu? I, I have one, I have a thought in mind. I have a thought in mind for what sporting event or events we should do on the 4th of July, but I'm, I'm willing to listen to if you have any thoughts. I mean, the, the only thing I was thinking is to somehow make it work where the, either the All-Star Game or the Home Run Derby is on the 4th every year. But that's really quirky because sometimes you'll have like a Thursday or a Friday 4th. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's my best guess. I think, like, this is our National Independence Day. Shouldn't we have, like, a series of our national teams playing? Like the U.S. soccer teams? U.S. soccer like teams, men's, basketball, women's, yeah. basketball, like the stuff we care about and playing representing our country and bringing somebody big across the country. You know, you can stagger it time zones so that it's our national holiday with our national teams playing. Maybe we should play England every year. And there yeah, you go. Beat them, beat them twice, like right? It's like the it's seventeen seventies and eighteen right? twelve. They gotta right? wear red coats when they're running around the <laughs> field. Why are they in red coats? It's July. They're sweating their butts <laughs> off. So well, yeah, it's Fourth of July, kind of red coat sort of thing, right? And you know, it'd be really cool, like right, if they played in New England. They played like at Foxborough, and all of a sudden, before the English soccer team came out, they had a guy on horseback. Saying the British were coming, <laughs> <laughs> and then you dump tea. That actually, like, honestly, Boston how cool! Walk up music or like entrance music would that be for the English soccer team to walk in? Like the British are coming, the British are coming. That's Paul Revere, right? Paul yes. Revere said, okay. "Yes, that would be kind of cool." What do you think of that suggestion, there, Dan Byer? Um, I, I just I worked on that one, by the way, over the last eight hours when I should be sleeping. And I was trying to think of something interesting, and that's the best one I came up with. Well, there is going to be a World Cup every four years, so which 
unless it's in the Middle East again with the searing temperatures, there will likely be some sort of conflict or close to it. That's what was so great when we talked on, on your normal show, Doug, about 1994 in the match against Brazil was that you thought it was destiny. It's on the 4th of July. Sure. But you're going to have that conflict uh, like, likely every four years. Okay, but does it at least does it is it at least worth exploring? I'm, I I love it, and uh, that last part is maybe my favorite. And then I start thinking about this: Is there a bigger flex in the history of the world than to name something New England? Like that's such a flex for us. Like you're the old England, and this is the New England, and it's not even a state or it's just a region of states and it's that's such a great idea yeah and uh, we did drink old english old, old well not old england but old english right oe what is it for nobody anybody if you thought york was good wait till you see <laughs> new, new york, york. <laughs> i can't imagine uh jersey uh, is that a flex over new mexico jersey. with new mexico <laughs> i don't know i mean is it the same level of flex that's old mexico this is new mexico huh 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 it's like my jerk store line. Um, I just learned to discover credit cards to something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, those see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Uh, we got to get into this. Um, I sent you guys. Did you see the people who were stuck upside down on a carnival ride for four Hours yesterday. Four hours. Like, we always talk about, like, hey, that's a tough way to die, right? Like, I mean, look, there was a lot of discussion about that with the sub. You know, before we knew the sub imploded and they were probably gone instantly. Like, the idea of being, you know, a couple, what, 1,500 meters or whatever below the sea and freezing to death and slowly running out of oxygen, like, ooh, that's a bad way to go. But I would say that's a bad, that's a hard way to live. Like, look, thankfully everybody's okay. But four hours upside down. And as you guys know, know, I love roller coasters. Like my son and I, we have this tradition now where every uh, Rosh Hashanah, like Jewish New Year, like we, he's off school. So we go to Six Flags. We just do it up. We ride and try to ride every different roller coaster. That's our deal. Right. And, you know, I don't know if you know how, like, if you got yours like this, I, I don't love heights. I like, I, I like roller coasters. I love a good roller coaster, but every year, the first couple times I'm up there, I'm like, why am I doing this? And then you're like, ah, cause I love my kid. And then it's fun. Then you kind of get over it. Then you get to where like your stomach's a little bit queasy cause you've ridden like 15 roller coasters. But nonetheless, I can't think I would ever go near a roller coaster amusement park, like PTSD galore. Four hours upside down. Yeah. It's actually near, it's in northeastern Wisconsin it happened. And so it's not like it was a huge festival or like a state fair sort of thing. This seemed to be a uh, a local fair. Yeah. And to a see carnival. them, the, yeah, right. yeah, comes to town, leaves the next week. Or right. And every, by days. the way, and every carny joke ever works with this person, per, you know, with this, with this story. Oh, yeah. But four hours upside down? You would think they'd have some sort of emergency release break that just kind of lets it come back. It looks like it just goes in a circle. Just kind of release it and let it kind of make its own way back and forth till it comes straight again. But 
It looks like it's just stuck. I mean, there's a lot of questions. Like, you have to go to the bathroom. Like, do you? That's, right. that's the first I, question. Do you just go? But then you're sitting, you don't know how long you're sitting in your own urine. And what if you have to go the other way? <laughs> it, it I think that's the least. didn't register here. until I looked closer and saw a woman with long hair. And her hair was straight down. Like, yes. it was. Well, that would be tedious. <laughs> and then, like, okay, you have your phone, right? One, do you take your phone out because you're worried about dropping it? And then once you don't have it, like, you got to text, like, everybody, like, hey, I'm okay. I'm upside down a ride. Whatever. But then, like, how much are you on your phone? One, worried about dropping it. Two, worried about running out of the battery. You don't know how long you're upside down. But the bathroom thing is a is a is a big legit thing. And if you're going on a carnival ride, there has to be that like, you have to accept the fact that there's a decent chance you're going to be stuck upside down for four hours. <laughs> you don't. Nobody ever <laughs> thinks. You, I honestly, you think of like it's got to be inertia, right? That it's it, it possibly couldn't possibly happen. You know, not that something couldn't go wrong. You saw that other one, like you think in Charlotte, where it's a roller coaster, where they like the the metal became separated and somebody yes. pointed out like, oh, did they use like saran wrap to wrap oh. it? They had a the- welder up there, I guess, fix it. But still, <laughs> I mean, that deal is crazy. Well, I mean, that roller coaster that they show the video of where the part of it was coming off every yes, time. That was, yes, that was pretty scary as well. You think you think? Yeah. I like how the person videoing it just kept videoing it, not saying like, "Hey, by the way, maybe I should go tell somebody about this." Well, the thing is, it had to, they they have like daily inspections. It somehow passed inspection. <laughs> Do you think those guys were giving them corn dogs as they were stuck up there? Like this whole this, this whole Jehovah. Here's a funnel cake. Well, you're sitting up there like here's some cheese curds. Yeah, that's a tough one. The guy that's at 2 o'clock, I think, is it a little bit easier than the person who's stuck at 12 o'clock on this. Oh, yes. No question. You're stuck at 12 o'clock directly upside down. You can't do anything. Wouldn't you, you pass there, all out, All the Doug? blood rushing to your head? You'd pass out, right, Doug? After four hours, at some point, your blood, like you said, the blood, I, I thought, I just think that's too long. I think. You just got to get your head above your heart. Cause yeah. Could you do that? You got to, you know, your neck be strained or something. It's a good time to do some of those uh, crunches, you know. <laughs> well, you're automatically crunching. I guess your back would get, do like a, the back thing, like the Superman, I think it was what, it, what, it's, what it's called. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. 
but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Is this his second most famous song? I think so. I mean, think? I know Sweet Caroline's probably first, right? Oh, yeah, that's I probably I first. Can't hear, uh, I can't hear you, John. I said I think I Sweet Caroline's probably the first one, right? But uh, yeah, I can't hear John at all. Hmm. hmm. Can, you hear, can you hear me? What about Sweet Caroline? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll figure it out. Doug Gallivan for Dan and the Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Sweet Caroline is his most famous song, right? But that's Coming to America is the second most famous song. It's Neil Diamond, by the way. Neil Diamond. Is that his real name? No. Negative. Not his real name. Not, not, not close. Neil Diamond's real name. Anybody? Neil Diamond? His real name. Yes. Is it Neil Diamond? Yeah, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear him. Yeah. Is it Neil Diamond? Is that his real name? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm almost positive it's not. <laughs> I thought you knew. Uh, I said anyone. I mean, I was, I was, I was wikiing as we speak. Uh, Neil Diamond's real name is Neil Leslie Diamond. Which, I don't know, somewhere there's no, there's no way. Like, is his parents Mr. and Mrs. Diamond? I guess. He was really born Neil Leslie Diamond. He's 82 years old. Who knew? I did not know. Speaking of which, uh, things you did not know, uh, on the Doug Gottlieb Show, which airs every day on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app from 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific. Then we have an hour podcast, which is super fun. It's called In the Bonus, where we can do and say whatever the hell we want. Um, we usually play a game. And because all of our game stuff is like, says the Doug Gottlieb show, we're not going to do that. We're just going to, we're going to play a game here, right? Is that Dan Byers? That's correct. That's correct. From the, I can hear everybody now. I don't know what, what switched, but I could not hear John before. Now I can hear. Now you can hear me. I'm good. Yes. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it was Neil Diamond. So this is how it came to be. And John, you can start the music, but uh, last night I was, Last night I was texting with Dan. Dan is the the master game maker. I don't want to do any games on the show without running it by Dan. Yeah, he's like the isn't what's the guy in um, Hunger Games who makes the games? That guy. 
<laughs> That's who he is. <laughs> Dave Hunger. Dave Hunger. See, is when his you're name. playing this music, I can't hear you. All right. So, so uh, the music is knocking us off for you. Yes. So oh my my original idea was this: signer of the Declaration of Independence or USFL player. <laughs> Because I was thinking that there's a slight chance that that John would actually think that uh, that Tommy Jefferson was a corner for Birmingham, um, but no, Dan talked me out of that. He said, "You know what? A much better game would be would just be did they sign the Declaration of Independence or not?" So what we're doing now is Dan's going to give you names, and each of you guess whether or not they did. Make sense? Yes, makes uh, sense to me. Yes. Um, now, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, just so we know. Was no Googling, not, Doug. No, but it was not on the 4th of July. <laughs> that's correct. That's fine. Okay. Well, we could be loose with the details. Oh, let's okay, scrap I'm, the game, guys. Sorry, I just, Jason. I, I didn't, I, Sorry. I just, I, no, no, I didn't want to get the text from the history teacher. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or my mom, actually, more importantly. You know, it wasn't on the 4th of July. It was on August 2nd, seventeen. Like, Mom. Just roll with it for a second. Okay? We we said it would be educational, so there's the first lesson okay. uh, for the listeners. So we have to guess whether or not this person really signed. This is like the um, Dan does something like this, right? With the uh, is somebody is he really on an NBA roster? Yeah, yeah, so, somebody like that. Okay, okay, so just before we start though, yes. if I play this music, we cannot do this. Is that correct? Well, let me hear the music. Hello, what? can you okay, hear? Okay, now us? speak. Check one two. Can't hear you. See? Wow. Uh, to, uh, what is going on with that? Nothing. How about now? Yeah, perfectly. Oh! <laughs> Maybe you play the music and he asks you the question, then you answer, but then I couldn't hear even his that question. Is, what is... Hmm. Just so people understand, we have a brand new studio here. Dear Kyrus. So, so we, are, we are working out the kinks, if you will. All right, a musicless game, Dan. Let's, let's bring it <laughs> we in. Well, I think we can do it. And we, then just yeah, we, stop the music when John answers the question, but you can't play the music when I answer okay. I hear the question. Okay, we could try that. Who stopped the music? Was that a, a, a disco <laughs> please, anthem? Please I don't, know, but don't I did stop the, the music, down. John. <laughs> please don't stop. Please don't stop. Okay, here we go. Doug. <laughs> John. Let's play this game. Doug can't hear me. <laughs> Doug can't hear me, okay. so we got to stop the music. Okay, got to stop the music. Okay, yes. go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so I'm going to give you a name. You just have to tell me if they signed the Declaration of Independence uh, or not. And winner to four, July 4th. That's where we will go. Um, <laughs> don't necessarily have to win by two. We'll start out with you, Doug. Okay. You get the first choice of telling me: Did Richard Stockton sign the Dec- Declaration of Independence or not? Wait, it's just, it feels like a little bit of a, isn't, well, Dick Stockton's famous announcer. See, by the way, is he still calling games or is he shut it down? <laughs> I think he, I think he shut it down. Uh, um, Richard Stockton. Mm. Dick Stockton. <laughs> I'm going to say no. There's, that's a fake yeah. name. No, Richard Stockton sure did sign the Declaration wow. of Independence. Yes. Yes, he did. So right now. John Ramos, you are on server. Actually, you've broken, Doug. Yeah. Uh, Richard Stockton was a lawyer from Princeton, New Jersey. Mm. Uh, has a birthday coming up? Uh, August or October first, seventeen thirty is when he was born. Mm. Um, all right, John Ramos. What about Lyman Hall? I'm going to say no. Uh, no, Lyman Hall did sign the Declaration of Independence. He did so uh, as Lyman Hall was a physician and minister oh. from Wallingford, Connecticut. All right, zero zero. I've been there. 
This game's going as well as the music has. <laughs> yes. Yes. What about Josiah Gray, Doug? Who? Josiah Gray. Wasn't he a second round draft pick of the Hornets a couple years ago? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Nope. Nope. That is correct. Yeah. He's actually the Nationals All Star representative <laughs> the next week. <laughs> is he really? In the All Star game. That is correct. That is correct. All right. Doug's off and running. Oh, I actually Dodger. know more people that signed the Declaration of Independence than play for the Nationals currently. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. well, you got that going for you. Right. What about Michael Todd, John? No. You know who that is? I, I don't. That's Elizabeth Taylor's oh. third husband. Yes. Ah. I thought so, but I thought that was so long ago we wouldn't, we wouldn't do they that. They called them trips. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> How many husbands did she have? Dan? Eight, yeah, right? Eight, yeah, eight, eight husbands. Eight. Right? Third of eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tied up at one apiece. Yeah. What about Paul Weirgalm, Doug? Paul Weirgalm. That sounds like a golfer's name. I'm going to say no. I'm just. This is like tails never fails. I'm going no. You Good are time. correct, yes! Doug. Yeah, he's not a golfer. He's not. He's a guy who went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and got the one hundred dollar question wrong. Oh. No way. Yeah. What was the question? Yes. The the question, and it was it was one of the the episodes with uh, Meredith Vieira or that yeah. sort of era. He they were asked um, like what what is the phrase that says that you're fed up. And he said that was the last stick when it was that was the last straw. Mm. Very confident, said A, final answer. And because he said final answer, uh, he crapped out Remember, with $0. That was a thing. Remember when Who oh, Wants to Be a Millionaire was a thing? Right? Re- and Regis was the host when it was a thing. Huge. Yes. Yes. It was, was massive. A, Didn't he also, he, he like uh, created a clothing line. Remember it was like the same color tie yes. with the dress shirt thing going on? Yeah, it was monochrome. Yep. He was the first guy. That was the first. Whoever the, yeah, I mean, he didn't pick it out himself, right? Somebody else picked it out for him. <laughs> that started the the monochrome era. Monochrome. What about Carter Braxton, John Ramos, oh. to pull even with Doug? Carter Braxton. Mm, Carter mm. Braxton was from the Republic of Delaware. <laughs> I would say yes. Uh, he was from uh, Virginia, 39 years old when he signed the Declaration of Independence. So that's, that, that really is a 2023 name, though, right? Carter yeah. Braxton sounds like something somebody would name their kid these days. Either Carter or Braxton. It sounds like Tony Braxton's son, who's got a fledgling <laughs> hip-hop career. Does he? Does he? I don't know. <laughs> Carter Braxton. <laughs> Jason says it just stops. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's the case. Okay. I'm a huge Tony Braxton fan, yeah, by the way. Uh, what about Lewis Morris, Doug? Tied up at two apiece. Lewis Morris. I don't think so. I think Robert Morris. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Robert Morris was uh, was on it. I know because he's Robert Morris. The school is named after him outside of Pittsburgh, a suburb of Pittsburgh, right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know of Lewis Morris. I'm, I'm going to just stick with my no. All right. Tales well, never fails. Well, it's funny because. When Thomas Jefferson saw Robert Morris sign the Declaration of Independence, yeah. and then Lewis Morris was right behind him, he said, <laughs> the Morris, the better. So Lewis Morris did sign the Declaration of Independence. Lewis Morris from Westchester County, New York. New Yorker. was 50 years old when he signed mm. the, uh, Young the Declaration of Independence. All and right. can I bring the music up with you and I? Because I think you can hear oh, me. Oh, you can hear me? Yeah. This is like Doug's got his headphones. He's sequestered into his studio. <laughs> he can't he literally anything. has no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on right now. You know what annoys me about Doug? Oh, no, oh. I'm kidding. 
All right. Maybe we got to put the music down. Okay. Doug can't hear. Doug All can't right. Hear. Doug's back. All right. We tried to test it, Doug. It didn't work. Uh, John, what about a Vincent Neal Wharton? I'm going to say no. I'm guessing that's the lead singer of Motley Crue. He's the one that can't to feel good. John just got another point. Although Vince Neil right now, yeah. voice is a little strained. Have you seen on TikTok? <laughs> is, he, is he down in Mexico? Drinking drink Cabo Wabo? It sounds like a muskrat that was caught in a live trap <laughs> right now. <laughs> they can always go back to David Lee Roth. And I, I, and I love are you a David Lee Roth Crue. or are you a... Vince Neil guy. Well, I mean, they're not the same band, I know. But, yeah. Good um, save. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Yes. Uh, bad Neil. Vince Neil was out of Motley Crue for a little while. Crew, that, is, that is true. Yes. My bad. That's all right. John, you're up 3 2. I got my Doug. Van Halen. I really did that. Sorry. <laughs> we'll clean that up and edit, won't we? <laughs> Post production. Uh, what about William Hooper? <sighs> is that for me? No. Yes. Oh, it's yes, Doug. Doug. There's no way there's a guy named Hooper. I'm going no. Yes, there was. He was a lawyer from Boston, Massachusetts. No way. William Hooper. All right, John. He's the greatest Hooper out of Massachusetts (laughs) since Dr. Julius Irving. What about James Hardy, John? For the win. Hardy boys? For the win. I would say no. That is correct. He played for the Chicago Cardinals. He once threw eight interceptions in a game against the Philadelphia Eagles in 1950. Mm. That is still an NFL record. John Ramos, you can strike up the band. You have just won. Hold on, Doug. Here we go. Okay. (laughs) I got the bad part of the song here, Dan. Let's go. There we go. Okay, there we go. All right. Back, Back in action. Congratulations to John Ramos and topping Doug Gottlieb. I will right, say, I will say this. Yes. John said right before the game. Um, this might not work. I don't, know no. if you, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm really good when it comes to American history. So Are he, you? He definitely lived up to his hype there. Huh, I had no idea. I just I didn't know. Owning Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy with full remote access to your vehicle from your phone Via Mercedes-Benz Me Connect app, vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Um, Major League Baseball All-Star Game is a week away, and there's always this question of who do you include in the game? Now, um, have you guys seen De La Cruz? Like, we've all seen De La Cruz play, right, from, from uh, oh yeah the Reds? He's fun. Yes. Oh, my God, is he fun. So, I I guess, here's the question, okay? You're building an all-star game. Now, look, the all-star game is, it's a celebration of the sport. And the celebration of the sport has to include the next, some of the next or rising stars, some of the longtime faces of the game, and then the best players in the game. But with De La Cruz, who got called up Midway through this first half of the season, should he be included in the All-Star game? Byer, what do you think? Absolutely. 100%. Why? Because it is no longer just about the game. And I get the the honor of being named to an All-Star game, but this is Major League Baseball's one of their, if not their biggest opportunity for a marketing tool when it comes you know, 
when it comes to a regular season game. This is something in the regular season. Postseason, different story. It's, you know, we know about October. But this is their ability to sell their game. And there honestly aren't five players that are on the rosters right now that I would rather see than Ellie De La Cruz. Like, he would be a top five guy I would want to see yeah. in this sort of game. So here's, I have a, I have a working thought on this. And let me help, help, help me flesh it out, right? Doug Gottlieb and the boys in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Okay, so. Um, I've long thought that one of the dumbest ideas baseball has now with the proliferation of baseball and any sport being on national TV or being readily available, and because of interleague play, you don't have to have a guy from every team. Sorry, it's like, who'd you say is the Nationals representative? Josiah Gray. Okay. Sorry, dude, you didn't get the invite. Oakland A's, who's going to be the Oakland A's invite? Uh, that would be designated hitter Brent Rooker. Okay, don't know, couldn't, don't know you. Don't dislike you. Don't know you. Don't care. You're one of the worst teams in the history of baseball. If you get left out, it's like, oh well. Now Oakland A's fans have something to watch. Y- you can watch him whenever you want. Like, and you've chosen not to watch him. So I'm for it. I think what you need to do is you need to eliminate the long-standing tradition of every team having a player. That's dumb. That's dumb. Really dumb. And then I think, I do believe that there's three different aspects which make a guy an all-star. Some of which is what you've done this year. Some of which is what you've done since last all-star break. That's fair. Yeah. And then there's the historically like, you know, I don't know Mike Trout, he fouled one off his wrist last night. but And he was having an okay year, but Mike Trout should be in every all-star game. Right? Um, Is that a decent way to look at it? I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with the, even just having a spot for the veterans of the past, like we saw with the, um, I think in our group text. I don't want to steal John's thoughts, but to add uh, Pujols and Miggy Cabrera, like they did recently, to have those guys there. You don't have to put every young star in there. You're gonna have a spot or two, and make that a part of the game. This person got a roster spot for being a future star. And I, I think that that helps promote the game. It helps you also develop stars and to see them. And, and in a year like this, when you have someone like Ellie De La Cruz, to be able to see him and maybe face Shohei Otani on that sort of stage, it's great theater. John? Yes, most definitely. I brought up in, in that tweet, I brought up the Yasuo Puig. You remember that? A couple years ago, he was hot. He came in, turned the Dodgers season around. They won like 17 games in a row. And there was that whole talk about whether he should be in the All-Star game. And in, in the end, he was voted not to be to go. And it was like a bad a bad look because he was what everybody was wanted to see. And he didn't go. And, you know, it was You know was what's odd. funny about Yasuo Puig? Has there ever been a guy that more people called the demise of like baseball players were not into Yesiel Puig at all. They saw it all coming, right? They saw it as a flash in the pan. And the rest of us were like, dude, this guy's kind of awesome. And like his own teammates, nobody seemed to believe the Yesiel Puig thing would last. And sure enough, it didn't. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You know, I read this quote and I thought it was pretty interesting because I actually wanted to do a little, little of this. Um, Andy Dalton said, I view myself as a starter in the league. I don't think there's 32 guys better than me. But in this situation that I'm in, I understand that. As soon as I don't think I'm one of the best 32 or a little lower, I'll be watching football on TV. In other words, I don't want to be a backup. I don't want to be a backup. By the way, um, I know Bayer knows this, so I'm not going to ask you, Dan. It's not because I'm I'm trying to. Jay Stu, do you know who Andy Dalton plays for? <laughs> I do because I read the story. John, did, did you know before that? <laughs> no, I did not. That I I admit that. Okay, uh, John, do you know? I don't. For? No. Okay, so he's with the Carolina Panthers. Ah, he's with the Carolina Panthers, which is really really weird. Like this is just a weird way to go out. Right? It's a weird way to go out. I mean, honestly, it's kind of Cam Newton-esque, if you will. Which is like, you signed with a team that had the number one overall pick and took a quarterback. What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> right? You know what this reminds me of? I won the job, honey. This, this, this reminds me of? Um, Boog Shambi, John Shambi, who's a, uh, a obviously famous play-by-play guy does Cubs games, whatever. He he told me uh, what was the story? Oh, Moses Alou. Boog used to be the 
the voice of the of the Florida Marlins when they won their won their World Series, right? And the next year, Moises Alou, if you remember, he signed as a free agent with the Cubs. And so one night after he called a Marlins Cubs game, they went out to dinner, and he's like, "So Chicago, what's it like?" He's like, "A lot of day games, right? Like you signed with the Cubs, <laughs> you didn't know there were a lot of day games." So I bring that up because, like, Andy Dalton, you signed with the Carolina Panthers. I don't care how good you are. The kid's going to play and probably going to play right away. So, but he brings up a good question. Well, I don't think there's 32 guys better than me. And look, I understand that you ex- you have to exude that confidence. You have to believe it. In order for it to happen, you don't believe in yourself in sports. It's, it's not happening. No one else can believe in you, especially when you're a quarterback. But are there really 32 good quarterbacks? No. I would agree. I don't know. There are 20. That's my line. Okay. Um, where's the, where is the cutoff? The the cutoff of I don't know if you're if you're good or not. Yeah. Is around um, right now coming back healthy. Tua is. Um, I think Tua is good. I, th- I think Tua is good. Okay. Um, it's the Matthew Stafford, Kenny Pickett, um, sort of area. Matthew Stafford Derek was Carr. good, but injured. Yeah, badly injured, and everybody thought gonna retire. Right. Yes. Kenny Pickett, they think he can be good. And I love the Kenny Pickett optimism in Pittsburgh. It's like, well, he couldn't be worse. He's got to get better. Like, mm, that's not exactly exuding confidence in Kenny Pickett. Pittsburgh thinks they're pretty good. If he's if he's pretty good, they'll be really good. Um, but yeah, we don't know yet. And okay, so so we'd all agree that Mahomes great, Herbert great. Yep. Uh, Burrow awesome. Hmm. I guess do we we, we got to put Aaron Rodgers still in it in yeah, that discussion I would. right yes okay I would. Uh, Jalen Hurts very sure. very good last year I don't know how sustainable how how incredible he was last year was but he's obviously a good quarterback um, Kirk Cousins is good he's not great Correct. but he's good like he's I would agree with that okay Russell Wilson that's one of those this could go either way he was not good last year but we have a decade of Russell Wilson to tell you he's got to be better. Right. Then you got Derek Carr, who I think's massively overrated, but Derek Carr's not bad. He's good, serviceable. Geno Smith was great. We, I forgot to mention Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Yeah, that's so, really where the cutoff starts. Um, I, I Dak Prescott. I would say Dak is good. The the Mac Joneses, the Jimmy G's, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Those are the guys that I would not put in that twenty. I know. Yeah, you got like 20. Literally 20 people on the face of the earth that you'd consider good at their job. It's a really hard job. Where's Damian Lillard going to go? We'll discuss next on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.